extremely present and bringing your unique presence to every conversation that you're having. And when you have those conversations that you are not only present, but you're truly listening and you're connecting with your audience. And when you make those deep connections and that they get to know you at a deeper level, that builds those kinds of relationships that we as business owners and business leaders are looking to have as we are building our businesses and we and really acquiring new clients is really about bringing your unique presence uh, to the room and to every conversation. Welcome to the Making Sales Social podcast, featuring the top voices in sales, marketing, and business. Join Bryn Tillman and me, Bob Woods, as we each bring you the best tips and strategies our guests are teaching their clients, so you can leverage them for your own virtual and social selling. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Making Sales Social. I'm Bryn Tillman here today with Erin Duffy, a career transformation and stage presence coach. After 25 years of managing dual careers, first as an executive in a creative agency by day and simultaneously a singer-actor by night, Erin combined the two to create her company, Inspiration Squared. Erin works with mid-career business professionals and leaders who struggle feeling fulfilled and confident and want to step into their personal power and advance their careers. She helps them to clarify and own their unique personal story. Erin believes our stories hold the insights that help us transform our lives. In her highly curated programs, her clients develop a richer personal narrative by clarifying the stories behind their life experiences. She then helps them to use the personal power of their story to catapult their career journey and use it to supercharge their stage presence. Welcome to the show, Erin. So glad you're here. Thank you, Bryn. It's so wonderful to be here. I just, I'm looking so forward to our, our, our discussion today. Oh, I am too. And it is going to be a powerful 20 minutes. I can feel it already. Before we jump into our power, uh, we ask all of our guests the same question is, what does making sales social mean to you? You know, this is such a wonderful question. And, you know, and you can hear a lot, like just in the bio that you just read there, a lot of it for me really means about being extremely present and bringing your unique presence to every conversation that you're having. And when you have those conversations that you are not only present, but you're truly listening and you're connecting with your audience. And when you make those deep connections and that they get to know you at a deeper level, that builds those kinds of relationships that we as business owners and business leaders are looking to have as we are building our businesses and we and really acquiring new clients is really about bringing your unique presence uh, to the room and to every conversation. I love this. And that's going to bridge us into kind of that first question, which uh, also talks this about power, right? And it talks about the power of having our unique voice or stage presence that we bring anywhere that we're having conversations. So talk a little bit about the importance of that. 
Well, I have found that, you know, in business, and as you were reading earlier in the bio, you know, I, I had a very long career uh, in corporate America, in Silicon Valley, um, as well as being a singer and actor. And one of the things that I had found, especially in my business career, is that when I showed up in the room and I was fully present, meaning I brought Aaron fully to that room without judgment, without comparing myself to others. When I turned those voices off and I literally owned who I was and walked in that room, that's when I really made a greater impact. And actually, because I was in a creative agency, I actually built the business better that way because they got all of me. I wasn't faking it. And I realized it was that moment, you know, when I realized, whoa, there's something here. There is something here about I was no longer comparing myself to, oh, I wish I was more like that person doing a presentation, or I wish I was more like him who just got up in that room and made great impact. I wish I could be more like them. When I finally turned those voices off and realized, wait, Aaron, be more yourself, be fully present. That's when I realized that's when I was making a deeper connection um, with potential customers, with current customers, and even actually within my company, within other mm-hmm. colleagues and with other teams. And, and there was there's gold in that. And I think what happens, Brynn, um, is when we start in our careers, in our 20s, you know, after college, and you're trying to you know, get in into that first job, we start to, you know, learn from others. And, and mm-hmm. we emulate, oh, I want to be more like that person. Oh, I wish I could learn. So we're learning. We're learning a lot in our 20s and 30s. But what also happens there to some people is we sort of check a part of ourselves at the door sometimes, mm-hmm. or I'm not going to bring that part in because, oh, it may not be right, or it's just, I, I don't sound smart enough or whatever. There's little voices in our mm-hmm. head that tell us to turn it off. But what ends up happening is as we get deeper into our career and we're climbing that ladder and we're starting to step more into leadership, the reality happens that what the world is asking for is for us to become more of ourselves and bring our own unique voice back into that room and stop comparing ourselves to others. And for some people, that's hard to do. They're they're not even aware of it. And then when they are able to figure that out and find that out and start to own and claim that voice and really step into their unique presence and really own that, that is really what allows them to be more empowered by who they are. And they truly do step into their power at that point and become mm. the, the leader that they really want to be. And it's really, you know, the world really wants us to bring our uniqueness to the room and not be like somebody else. And the power of that is us really learning to own our voice and really own our presence and bring that presence, you know, to the room, to the stage, however you want to say that. Because I always tell people, we are always on stage every time you walk into a room. It's not just the big stage. It's really every time you walk into a room, whether it's having a one-on-one or you're walking into a team meeting, or maybe you're walking into the boardroom, or you actually are on a physical stage. Are you bringing yourself fully to that stage? Are they seeing, you know, Bryn fully? Are they seeing Aaron fully? And when we do that, when we truly bring ourselves to that stage, it's amazing the connections you make because you are, you are bringing your authentic self. And the audience knows 
The audience knows we're faking it, right? So think about mm-hmm. when you fully are there, they also know it and you make a much deeper connection. Interesting. You know, it's funny because you think, you know, you come from being an actor, which is acting like another character to like, a, you know, a full 180, which is right. no acting, just show up authentically. Right. And yeah. so you talk to me kind of about that dichotomy of I need to, Obviously, there's confidence and believing in yourself, but also, you know, I'm coming in, whether I'm in sales or business development, or I'm trying to make a great impression in the boardroom or whatever that is, we practice, we practice because we're trying to, in some ways, show up the way they want us to show up versus our authentic self. So talk to me a little bit about how do you get to the point where you are totally authentic, but you're also working the crowd. Right, right. And such great question. Um, And, you know, the interesting piece about being a singer actor uh, and also being a businesswoman at the same time, you know, I love being on stage. I actually loved taking on a role and creating a character and making that character real for me, right? Becoming that character. But what was interesting, Bryn, is as a singer, um, I also discovered this ability that I have always had, even as a child, but I was always able to make the song my own. For some reason, I would listen to the lyrics and I would hear the story and I would make it my own. And there's just something I always had until the mid 90s when I actually discovered that that's actually an art form and that's called Mm. cabaret. Looking to up your LinkedIn game? The Social Sales Link team has you covered with our LinkedIn Sales Accelerator, a guided social selling program that includes training, coaching, and so much more. Visit socialsaleslink.com slash in for more details. Again, that's socialsaleslink.com slash in. Singing. Cabaret singing is, you know, story and song where you take a song and you make it your own. So it's no longer mm. Aaron, the character on stage. It's Aaron, the singer telling mm. her story through song. Mm. And it was when I discovered the power of that, when I interpreted the song and it was my, my interpretation. And then I sang it to you, the audience member and realized there's no longer the fourth wall. And I'm making a deep connection to you as an audience member. And I'm pulling you in because I'm being very vulnerable. I'm being very honest and telling the story of this song based on my interpretation. I started realizing I was making this deep connection with my audience where they would come up to me and say, my God, that was my story. You just told me my story. So I realized, whoa, 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 there's something here. And when I started to incorporate that into business, when I started to show up, because Bryn, you, you hit it right on the nose. When I was in business, especially in the early days, I would show up in a presentation and my mind was always like, Aaron, be what they want you to be. You, this is the board. You better think about what they want you to be. Mm -hmm. And realizing I never felt totally fulfilled when that I would do that. Mm -hmm. Maybe I was quote unquote successful, but I never felt fulfilled until one day when I actually threw that through caution to the wind, honestly, in a very, very serious meeting, I, I mean, so serious to the point that if it was for a huge contract and if my company didn't get this contract, we were looking at major layoffs if we didn't get this guy. That's how serious this was. 
And I remember going in and going that same thing, Aaron, be what you think they want you to be. Make sure you're speaking to the right people. You'll be mm-hmm. what they want, what want you to be. But then as it was my turn to go, I literally threw that all away. Mm-hmm. And I literally showed up as taking my cabaret experience. And I just was Aaron. And I started to speak to the, and there was like, in this room, there are 50 people in this room. And we're presenting to all these people. Mm -hmm. And I suddenly was speaking to them. I was talking to them. I was looking them in the eye and I was being Aaron. I wasn't trying to sound like use the right right words and make sure you sound smart. All those voices, I shut them out. Mm -hmm. And I was just Aaron really speaking directly to all of these people in this room And what's interesting, a couple hours later, we heard back that chances are really good we're going to get this contract. But the one thing that we were told, that CEO of our company was told, they should have had Aaron do the whole thing. (gasps) And I thought, and when I heard that, I'm like, what are you talking about? Because I thought everybody else was like, so good. Everybody was so good. Prepared. They were and and they like, and I thought, what the heck did I do? And then I realized you connected. I communicated, I connected, I pulled them in, and I made a deep connection with them. And I thought there's something here when we show up as ourselves and bring our presence to the stage, we look people in the eye, we're truthful, we're honest, we're vulnerable. You will see that the room will suddenly get a little bit more grounded, a little bit more comfortable, and they're listening to you. Mm. And there's such power in it. And that's something it's not taught. It's Mm -hmm. not taught. And yet we, as business owners, business leaders, we all have the power to do it. It's do. just learning yeah. it, you know, and that's what I call in my practice. That's what I call the inner game. And the inner game is what I call the gold. Because when you, you own your inner game, then it's like, it is gold because then you deal with the outer game stuff. Like, how do I speak? You know, how do I stand? How do I, you know, yeah, no, yeah. No, no. you got to own the inner game first. And when you do, it's transformative to watch. And everybody oh, I love can this. do that. Yeah. So, so this kind of spurs a two-part question for me, which first is, you know, you talk about um, claim your wisdom. So that's about really embracing your subject matter expertise, your thought yeah. leadership, right? So yeah. how does someone claim that, number one? And number two, I believe there's a correlation with owning your story, right? So there's- yeah. Claim your wisdom and own your story. Talk about how someone gets started on that journey. Yes. Um, and that, what you just talked about is all part of that inner game work. Okay. Um, and in claiming your wisdom. So I tell everybody I work with, and even people that are not my clients or colleagues, friends, who are building businesses or leading businesses, I tell them, when you show up 100% your unique self, you have no competition. And when you embrace that, because you don't, like there could be a million people doing what you do, right? Mm -hmm. And yet there's only one of you. Mm -hmm. And when we're able to look at that and do a deep dive into what is it that you do? What is it that you bring to the Mm -hmm. world? What is that genius you bring? And you look at it and you own it and you see there's nobody else like you and you own that. That's when you own your wisdom. And part of that wisdom, Bryn, is us realizing you're right. There is nobody else out there Mm. like me. And yet the world really needs me. 
And, and by doing that work, you really do stand on your own two feet with confidence and comfort in that and are able to go out to the world as the thought leader that you are. And the world really wants to hear what you have to say, but it's, it's all of us owning that, right? And a lot of that does come, what you just said, in owning your story. Because so much of our wisdom comes from our stories. Mm-hmm. And those stories make us unique. And it's amazing the power of our stories. And these, these are just not the stories in our career. These are mm-hmm. the stories throughout our life, even all the way back to childhood. It's amazing the ahas that happen when we even tap back in to these little stories we think we have from our childhood. And you do a deep dive and you realize, oh, there's such a connection to how you're building your business today. Mm. And when you see these little things, all of a sudden they become just, they're magnified in a way that you're like, oh, you're so proud of this story. And you now know why you are where you're at. And you you kind of own these stories differently. And once again, you're Mm -hmm. also seeing yourself as that unique and transformative leader that you are. And there's nobody else out there like you. I love this. So I know that you help a lot of your clients tap into their personal insights out of their own life story. So tell folks that are like, you know what? I'm ready for this. I am ready to own my story. I am ready to uh, take over the world, right? Like to claim my wisdom and transform the way that I am showing up so that it is the authentic me. So for those listeners that are like, I want to learn more. Where can they find you? Well, they can definitely find me at on my website, which is inspiration squared, which is sqrd.com. And also, you know, what I, I have, what I love to share with people is I do what I call a camera confidence makeover session. And this is such a great first step into it because the thing with the camera confidence thing, it's really a part of my stage presence part of the business, it's that first step because all of us are on camera today, right? That was the big thing with COVID, right? Suddenly everybody was thrust on the camera and it's about making that deep connection on the camera, but it also is touching in on your unique stage presence Mm -hmm. because it's how to bring your presence to camera, bringing that presence to camera also is bringing your presence to every room you walk into. So Mm. I would love to offer your audience that is 30 minute makeover session. And yeah, it's, it's fun and it's a great way to sort of tap in, but also, you know, I love having conversations with people and who are really interested in like starting to claim their presence as well as, you know, transform that career at this point. A lot of, lot of leaders, a lot of rising leaders right now are looking to take that next step and they're trying to figure out how to find that unique presence. Let's have a conversation. You know, you can definitely connect with me on my website. I, you know, there's, a, I have a whole 60 minute you know, free little conversation where we can look at where you are and help you start claiming that story. Cause that is, that is that first step in really owning your unique and your unique presence and self. I love this. So it'll be in the show notes. It's inspiration sqrd.com. I love that. And they can schedule a call with you also at inspiration sqrd.com com slash call dash request. 
Exactly. Yes. And they can just go to the website. That's right there as well. They don't even ah, need that, that part. So it's perfect. easy to go to the website. And I'm also on LinkedIn, of course. Yeah. Of course. And you <laughs> but, are yeah. LinkedIn.com slash in slash Aaron dash Duffy. So yes, this has been so much fun. Uh, it's, it's such a different way of looking at showing up. Uh, and, you know, most of our audience are in some kind of business development role, even if they're a business right. owner or a sales rep or a sales right. leader, you're, you know, a CEO responsible for revenue, right? And at the end right. of the day, what I love is fake it to make it is broken. Broken. Exactly. It's don't, broken. Don't believe yeah. it. Yeah. Don't believe it. <laughs> the audience knows when we're faking it. They really do. And my yeah. whole thing is there's nothing like not faking it and just being your yourself, bringing yourself. You will be amazed how you will pull people in and it's getting comfortable and confident yeah. with who you are. Erin, mic drop moments all over the place. Thank yeah. you so much. I <laughs> so you, enjoyed this conversation. And for all our listeners out there, when you are out and about, don't forget to make your sales social. Thanks for listening and join us again for more special guest instructors bringing you marketing, sales training, and social selling strategies that will set you apart. Don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episodes from the Making Sales Social podcast. Leave a review down below. Tell us what you think, what you learned, and what you want to hear from us next. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Visit our website, socialsaleslink.com, for more information.